Hi, I'm Brittany Hoffman. Welcome to Shifting Ears. This is the Valley Metro internal podcast talking all things transit, transportation, and everything you need to know about the agency behind the scenes and some upfront stuff you might not know about. Welcome back to another episode of Shifting Ears. I'm so excited today because this is another Know Your Metro episode, and we're going to get to know two people today from Valley Metro's team. And our first is my new co-host for this episode, Ricardo Tejada. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Ricky, thanks for joining us on this episode. How are you feeling today? I'm excited. It's my first time here, so obviously uh, nerves are running just a little bit, but very excited. I think this is great that Valley Metro does this for the public and for the internal people. It's just an honor to be here. Oh, well, thanks, Ricky. And I was going to say, this is super easy for you. You are used to talking to people all the time on the rail. Can you tell people what you do here at Valley Metro? I am the lead customer experience coordinator. I lead the wonderful folks out there with the bright yellow shirts. We call them bumblebees. And what we do is we just talk to folks on a daily basis. We help with directions. We help with a ticket vending machine purchases. Currently, we're out there doing our heat relief efforts and also some outreach with our Valley Metro app and Alert VM apps. We have a very busy summer planned and also very busy fall with a lot of the new fair stuff coming up. But yeah, I just lead the team of those great folks and just try to keep the energy high and the smiles to keep coming around. Yes, those are definitely the happy, friendly faces that we see on the light rail all the time, which we love to see them. But this is not your first role in transit, is it, Ricky? No, this is my second go around in transit. First in rail. I did work out of the Tempe bus yard for about two and a half years. I was a bus mechanic once in my lifetime. How is that different being behind the scenes now, obviously very in front of the people and the riders? Bus always holds a special part in me. I joined that bus team right out of high school. It was my first job out of high school. And being now on the forefront and having to deal more with the public, sometimes you end up missing the shop floor and the actual noises of all the tools and buses. <laughs> but I'm very happy. I'm very happy as to where I am now leading people and seeing people on a daily basis is definitely who I am. That's kind of what drives me. We were talking earlier about coffee, how Brittany takes three hours to drink a cup of coffee. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, I don't drink any coffee. I just feed off of the energy that people give on a day-to-day -day basis. So if you see me out there and I look tired, just start talking to me. And I'm pretty sure that frown will turn upside down really quickly. Yeah, it's like that energy meter. As soon as you just start talking to him, it replenishes. Like when you're on a video game, you know, just zoop, that energy level, that battery level just goes right back up. Well, thank you again for leading this team of bumblebees. I love seeing them buzz around the light rail system. In addition to bringing those smiles, you guys are also a safety feature. I know people definitely feel safer when you guys are on the vehicles with them on the platforms. And that's what this episode is about, safety. So let's check in with someone from our safety, security, and quality assurance team on how you can stay safe at Valley Metro. My name is Kenneth DeBow. I'm the manager of rail transit safety, and I've been working with Valley Metro since 2015. Thank you for having me. We're really happy to have you here, Kenneth. Thank you for joining us. Can you explain the scope of your position as manager of transit safety? I am responsible for the development and implementation of Valley Metro's comprehensive safety program for Valley Metro Rail. 
This includes ensuring that we are compliant with the federal regulations, OSHA regulations, but it also includes ensuring day-to-day safety oversight of operations, maintenance, and certain aspects of our capital programs. Now, Kenneth, I was lucky enough to get to do Enomax with you last year, so I know that you have some experience behind the wheel of a bus, as well Ah. as other transit vehicles. Can you take us on your transit journey to how you got to be the manager of transit safety? Absolutely. First, I'd just like to acknowledge that being a bus operator was by far one of my favorite jobs. I love driving buses. If they gave me a bus right now, I would go drive it. But going way back in time, like so many others in our industry, I fell into this role on accident. As a young man, I was seeking a job that paid well, but also provided some flexibility so that I could take some college classes and eventually earn my degree. So there was an advertisement for bus operators and I applied and I started on my 21st birthday. So there was no partying for me on big number 21, but it was really good. I worked a lot of split and night shifts, which made it really easy to attend college courses. And after spending, what, seven to eight years in bus operations, I was afforded the opportunity to become a light rail operator and then worked my way up through the ranks on the rail side of our business and eventually became the manager of safety and training at ACI, the Rail Transportation Services Contractor. So that's a little bit about my progression into where I am today. It's really nice to hear, Kenneth, that you came from the bus side because I was a prior bus mechanic myself. Very good. I did not know that. And it does stick to you. The bus is something special. It was a time in my career that I really held on to. But You're working on something new now, and that's called team safety, right? So give us a little outlook on what is team safety and what are the goals for this campaign? So team safety is Valley Metro's internal all-inclusive safety campaign, which is intended to engage with all personnel at all levels of the agency. So it's very important that we all take ownership of safety in our personal work environments, We also have to ensure the safety of the system to make sure that we are providing an exceptional transit experience to our customers and also prospective customers. Kenneth, I was lucky enough to work with you on Team Safety Campaign, and I know we went out to the different yards. We got photos of our team willing to be those big smiling faces on those posters to let us know the different ways that we can be safe at all of the different facilities but I know that we added some ways to report our safety concerns. How do we do that? So team safety encourages that we all take ownership of safety. If there is a safety issue, such as a trip and hazard caused by an extension cord, demonstrating ownership would require that the observer correct the issue to prevent someone from getting hurt. So other safety issues are a bit more complex. They could require additional funding or budget allocation. And for those more complex issues, we have modified the safe.valleymetro.org website to provide all employees and contract staff the opportunity and ability to report their safety concerns directly to the safety department. And you can remain anonymous, right? Absolutely. You can be anonymous. We prefer that you're not anonymous so that we can provide feedback to you if necessary. It's really important for us that we're able to close that loop with you 
to let you know that we take your concerns seriously and that we're working diligently to resolve any concerns or issues that you might see on our system. And I think the biggest enhancement, Kenneth, was opening that site so that everyone could access it outside of Valley Metro facilities. So if you're on the line, if you're on a bus, you know, wherever you are in the Valley, you're able to access that website. I know I found a screw that was a little bit taller, a bolt kind of piece that was a little bit taller than what it should have been. It was a tripping hazard. And I was able to just send in that alert. Yes. So for those that don't know, just adding a little context to that, Originally, the safe.valleymetro.org was only available if you were on an agency device or agency computer. So we recognize that so many of our frontline employees are not sitting at desks and they did not have that opportunity to communicate those concerns directly to us. So opening this up to all of our mobile devices and basically the World Wide Web really makes it a valuable tool for all employees and contract staff to communicate with us and engage with the safety department to keep our system as safe as possible. And for all the folks here at Valley Metro, we do encourage you to use the safe.valleymetro.org. Now, Kenneth, what is one safety tip that you think everybody at Valley Metro can use? Well, everyone at Valley Metro likely lives in Maricopa County or someplace very close to it. So we have just entered the summer solstice, and it is very important that we take action to beat the heat. So instead of one tip, I'm going to give you four tips. Is that okay, Ricardo? Four is better than one. (laughs) Awesome. So the first thing is stay hydrated. It is really highly encouraged that everyone... Drink at least eight ounces of water probably every 15 to 20 minutes to stay hydrated in the heat. The heat is affecting us whether we are indoors or out. The other is to monitor and limit your time outdoors if you're going to be in direct sunlight. So look for opportunities to find shade. Look for opportunities to remain in air conditioning if possible. Just be aware of those heat advisories that we are going to experience in the coming months. Number three is going to be protecting yourself from the sun. So we all should be wearing sunscreen. If we are outdoors, we should have loose clothing or wearing a baseball cap or some type of large brim cap to protect us from the sun. And the largest and most important thing for me, and I take this very serious, is monitoring children around water. So it's summer. A lot of us maybe taking our family or friends to a pool. We've just got to watch our children and each other around water to make sure that we can all make it home safely. Kenneth, those are great tips. And I know that they were just mentioned in a recent email newsletter, our team safety newsletter. So hopefully everyone out there is reading those because Kenneth's doing a great job of putting them together every month. Well, thank you, Brittany. Yes, of course. And so in addition to the newsletter, what else is SSQA doing for team safety? So for team safety, one thing that we are really trying to do is engage more with our frontline staff. So you should see more members of the SSQA team on board our buses and trains engaging with not only our operating personnel, but also our customers and letting them know that we are out there, we are present, and we're here to serve. And I can definitely be witness to that. I was at Washington and Central a few weeks ago, and there were four members of the SSQA team that popped out of the train while I was working that particular platform. So shout out to you guys. And we do see that on a daily basis. But there are other issues, right? There are other issues to safety, a really big issue to the actual train. 
are cars. So there are cars and other automobiles that are making left turns right in front of the train. This is without having that left turn signal that is so crucial for mm-hmm. folks here to be able to make a left-hand turn, especially when the train runs right in the median, right in the middle. What is Valley Metro doing to help with these incidents? So that is an excellent question. Illegal left turns by motorists have been the leading cause of LRV collisions since our system opened in 2008. So most recently, my department has been working very closely with transportation contractor ACI and the safety and training department with ACI to really enhance our training to focus on hazard identification, hazard recognition, and defensive operating. We're really driving, recognizing the signs that a vehicle might be preparing to make an illegal left turn in front of a vehicle. And those signs might be that a train just went by traveling the opposite direction so that motor vehicle might be queued waiting for a legal left turn longer than anticipated. Another sign is directly related to the brake lights. So if we see the brake lights on the motor vehicle go off and go back on, we have observed over time that this is a leading indicator that would provide us an advanced notification that this motor vehicle might be considering making that illegal left turn. So it's really about getting out there and monitoring traffic. So there are many of us that have been operating the trains for many years and watching near miss and collision videos for many years. So we see these signs and symptoms and we want to convey that to our operators so that they are better prepared to deal and prevent these things from happening. Other things that we've done to reduce LRV collisions is operations recently extended the end-to-end runtime for light rail operations. So this is alleviating some pressure off of the men and women that drive our trains each day, allowing them better opportunity to focus on those hazardous activities that they observe so that they can take evasive action to prevent those collisions. Lastly, we are reaching out with peer agencies and also some of the research conducted by the FTA to identify applications that can help us prevent LRV collisions. So These are things such as eye-level signage, delineators, and also potential to modify our signal system to better provide a more friendly environment for the LRVs and also for the motor vehicle traffic. And just a reminder to everyone, LRVs are light rail vehicles. For those of us that aren't in the know every day, important to know. This sounds like an impressive effort to mitigate some of those collisions happening with those left-hand turns. Obviously, I'm imagining it's a goal for you guys here in SSQA. What are some other goals that you have for the next year? Other goals are outlined in our agency safety plan. So for those who don't know, revision number three was just recently approved by our board of directors and accountable executive. So that is very, very good news. But we are also working to reduce the rate of injuries on our system. We are working to reduce the rate of red signal overruns on our system. The red signal overrun alarm, it used to be silent. It just flashed on the SCADA console that it happened. But we identify that there was a need for the controllers to be more aware of when these things do happen so that they can take action quickly. So the SCADA administrators created an alarm, a very, very loud alarm. Have you heard it, Brittany? No. Now I need to go up there and hear it. Well, hopefully you don't come up here and hear it because we never want that alarm to go off. That's true. I should take that back. I do not want to hear the alarm, but according to you all, it's very loud. 
So back to the question, we're working to reduce the rate of injuries that are experienced in our system. We're working to reduce red signal overruns and also passenger falls. That is very, very important for us. Well, Kenneth, it sounds like you guys are doing a great job. A lot of areas of concern that you guys are trying to hit, and we are very grateful to have you and the SSQA team. It sounds like you guys have a great game plan going for all these issues, and hopefully here in the future we can see all those great results. Is there anything else that you'd like to add? I'd just like to, again, plead with my Valley Metro team to be safe this summer. I think we can all anticipate family barbecues, pool parties. Some people are traveling up north to cooler climates for the summer. So my ask is that everyone just be safe in everything that they do, be it road travel, air travel, just be very cognitive of your locations, aware of your surroundings, and take on the team safety spirit everywhere you are because we are only as safe as me. We're only as safe as me. It's so true. You've seen the posters, they're up. And of course, we want people to be reporting, right, Ricky? Definitely. I think it's a great campaign that those folks have going on there. And for those folks that do work with us, submit your safety concerns. There's always something out there and we want the alignment and all of our property to be as safe as possible. And you know, Ricky, I was part of the team that went out and took photos. And I recently went back to the Mesa bus yard and the maintenance crew came in and they were so ecstatic to see themselves on the posters being represented. It wasn't just stock photos. You don't know those people. They were so excited to be a part of this. So I know that they are sending in their safety concerns when they have them to safe.valleymetro.org. And so I know that we are going to be safer just because of this campaign. And obviously, you heard the energy in Kenneth's voice. He's really excited about this. And he just knows that we're going to have a safe culture here at Valley Metro. Kenneth did leave us with a big gift, basically to all of the Valley Metro family. We all got these lanyards, and these lanyards say the great slogan, we are only as safe as me. With those lanyards came these great cards with a QR code that we can scan, and it'll bring you directly to that website, safe.valleymetro.org. And it also has a telephone number for those who like to talk. I just like to crunch away on the computers. Once again, thank you, Kenneth. Ricky, it was really exciting having you here. I hope that you come back and you'll be on another episode of Shifting Ears in the future. I know that we have done lots of episodes, so if you need to catch up, make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode wherever you listen to your podcasts. For Valley Metro, I'm Ricardo. I'm Brittany. Thanks for riding with us. We'll meet you at the next stop. Shifting Ears is produced by Alex Sosos. Peter Corkery is the executive producer. I'm Brittany Hoffman. Thanks for listening.